Well, hello and welcome to the Gyanban Experience, a simple podcast in the complex world of the wobbly folk and the wise. Think of it as a slow burn podcast with a carousel of experiences which surround us each day. With deep insights on topics ranging from facts to fiction, reality to entertainment and society to culture, this is your one-stop shop for a sanity check in this mad world. So if you're here for the first time, congratulations. Give yourself a pat on the back and thank you for choosing clarity over cacophony. If you need more clarity, simply scroll down to hear more such episodes and things will become clear to you. If you like what you hear, then don't share with those who don't care. And if you're a regular, thank you for tuning in. You are the reason we do this. I'm your host GB and you're listening to the Gyanban experience. Moving on. In this ride, we talk about the famously privileged corona. Think about it. When a Indian film industry also known as a bollywood celebrity posts a social media message it often goes viral yes even the mundane things like cooking veggies mopping the house or watching telly people just lap up every tiny detail they have to share but as is the case with a heavy dose of vodka what follows is a bad hangover amid this pandemic if by chance some celebrity happens to crib or complain about any such mundane activity which is frustrating them during this national lockdown it generates a furor with some sections of the society who often claim that these are nothing but ameeron ke chochle nakrez or simply put they are the tantrums of the rich and the famous it's the it thing of the privileged class while the rest of us are of course struggling to find some air to breathe so it's not uncommon to see people with little or no knowledge about say a famous personality to make random comments stuffed with loads of assumptions stereotypical understanding of their lives and past judgments the so called woke ones question these people their privileges while reasoning that the entire country is in a different plane altogether and they often you know there is an exp- expression which says why are you behaving like an ostrich like burying your head under a rock and imagining world is a safe place to be in simply put they ask the privileged people to get real and acknowledge the problems this country faces which are slightly bigger than perhaps not having enough content to watch on netflix in short they become the judge the jury and the executioner now let me expand on that a little bit there are two tweets which caught my attention of late and and i'm sure that these are not the only ones there are scores of similar tweets or messages floating around in the matrix from thousands of other mr andersons or miss andersons and while 
I'll probably explain the tweet uh, to you without taking names. It is important to know that I'm not targeting a particular person's comment here. It, it's the sentiment of the message or the essence of the message which I need to share with you and discuss with you. This is strictly not a personal attack on anyone. Besides, I firmly do believe that everyone has a right to their opinion, whether we agree to it or not, and we need to respect their space. So just to give you the background, this tweet is perhaps directed at some celebrities who mentioned about being frustrated by the absence of their domestic help not being around. Many celebrities and privileged class posted messages on cooking, mopping, cleaning and what they are doing to cope up in this lockdown in the absence of all the help they were so used to getting earlier. Clearly, some also aired their views on the impact of getting frustrated while sitting at home and watching not Netflix. They, they shared stories of boredom and restlessness. Clearly, there were the other set of the audience which found this content to be offensive. That said, let me first explain the essence of the tweet to you. It goes like this. It is appalling how the number one challenge for many people is not having a domestic help. And the message goes on to say, coming out of this epidemic or pandemic alive is a bigger challenge. And therefore, one should learn to do their own work themselves. And if you dissect this message, there are multiple assumptions loaded in this short comment. It assumes that not having a domestic help is not a real challenge in life. Yes, it might sound flimsy and simple to a certain segment of the society, but to the other section of the society, it might be important. It does not say that there aren't any bigger challenges. There are bigger challenges undoubtedly, but why is it not a challenge for someone who is used to having a domestic help to not have one around? Scores of traditional Indian families have generations of domestic helps working for the family. In many instances, they even become a part of their extended family, perhaps take care of them as their own. So who are we to judge if it is a right thing or a wrong thing to do? I know if there are instances of abuse or torture, of course you can take a social stance and object to it and escalate it if the need be. Absolutely fair. But who are we to judge if having a domestic help or not having a domestic help is a, a big problem or a small problem? I also know of many people who can afford to keep multiple domestic helps, but actually don't. And that's fine too. So the essence of this tweet is loaded with so many assumptions, assuming that the privileged class has problems which actually don't matter while the rest of the country struggles. The next tweet, or the essence of the next tweet, also is on similar lines. It compares someone's boredom to someone's hunger. It says, while some get bored by watching Netflix, there are scores of others worrying about how to find their next meal. So it's best to perhaps shut up and not share such silly things online. Now, all of this might even sound logical at certain point, perhaps it is. But for a tiny fact that we are a capitalistic country, and you need to understand that we live in the age of capitalism. 
And simply put, without really going deep into economics of it all, simply put, capitalism and fairness don't go together. Now, imagine if you are tweeting about the inequalities of the society. Let me take a step back. How are you tweeting? Using a smart device, like a smartphone or a laptop or a desktop, perhaps? Now, to have a laptop, desktop or a smartphone, in many cases, you might have all the three of them. That also is considered a privilege for hundreds and thousands and millions of others who don't have that access. So does that make you, if, if your laptop is not working one day or if your phone is not working one day and you get frustrated about it, should the set of other people who don't have the phone ridicule you? No. There will, it's, it's a reality. The divide, this divide of society between haves and have-nots is here to stay. Let's not judge them in any other way. There will be a section of society which will have the privileges of being the rich, of having the riches and the benefits that come along with it. And there also will be the section of the society which will not earn as much. There is a reason why you don't have a Mercedes Benz. Don't worry, it's just an expression, not literal. And as much as you'd like to have one, you will need to go through the grind, be the best at what you do. And then when you, and only then you become eligible to be in a pool of millions of talented people, considering the size of India, that you stand a chance to become rich and famous. And so when you do make the cut, which is become rich or famous, you also enjoy the spoils that come along with the newfound status. You enjoy the luxury cars, the huge apartment on the 50th floor perhaps, domestic helps, nannies, cooks, chauffeurs that come along with it. Additionally, if you happen to also become a public figure, then of course you become a troll favorite. It's all part of the package. And if you have been privileged for generations, then you also get used to it. Now let me give you a crude analogy just to make you think. Now think of an air conditioner at your workplace, at your office. Most of the IT white collar workers who spend anywhere between 8 to 12, 12 hours under an air conditioner, do you realize that there is also the security guard and the receptionist just outside your office under the same air condition it, it's a centrally air conditioned in most cases but even if not the whole office certainly has a section at the reception which is separately air conditioned so what i'm trying to say is even the non-mainstream office workers are under are under an air conditioned environment so the moment this air conditioning switches off, they get just as uncomfortable as you do. The sweet temperature control of 24 degrees suddenly meets the reality, harsh reality of 35 degrees centigrade, which is outside. Now, if the receptionist or the security guard complains of feeling warm or uncomfortable, does it mean they do not appreciate the pain they face back at home where the fan sometimes perhaps squeaks louder than the snores? Does it mean they do not respect reality of scores of other people who are in offices which without air conditioners? They do. But it's also true they miss the comfort of the air conditioner. 
there is no denying make no mistake there is no denying that life has been and will continue to be unfair to many people it is sad and yet improbable that all humankind could collectively become rich and privileged more like a capitalistic communism and while we wait for that to happen some day in the future perhaps let's hope and pray everyone's realities get better each year with lesser hardships more comforts along the way and while we are at it we help people along the journey in whatever way we can with our limited means available so the next time a celebrity or a privileged class person says they miss not having a housemate around don't judge them it's their reality and it does not mean they do not respect the plight of the scores of the underprivileged people around the country or they are unaware that what is going on elsewhere that said here is a counterpoint it's also true for many underprivileged people to often think or assume that some of the successful people have just got lucky they were just lucky at the right time at the right place and somebody just handed them handed it to them on a platter while this can be true in some cases but to assume everyone got it that way is a fallacy fair to say most successful people in this day and age have had to work really hard to get there and work harder to maintain their position there is a trade off there is a sacrifice of friends family personal habits whatever great example that comes to my mind is virat kohli and his affinity for butter chicken virat kohli the indian cricket captain is known to be a or was known to be a good foodie and he realized that if he had to play the game at the highest level and be the best at it he needed to be at such a level of fitness which perhaps did not allow butter chicken in the quantities that he is consu- that he was consuming for the better part of his life it was a major part of his life as he had shared now he gave up eating butter chicken he sacrificed that to be there to gain more fitness and he did and the results are there to show now it's just not only butter chicken there are other things as well but i'm just giving you a 360 degree view that it is incredibly difficult for the rich and the famous to be where they are and and it was very difficult to get there and even harder to maintain that position so to assume that they are the spoiled class is perhaps not a fair understanding we would of course want them to not flaunt it but it's really their prerogative as much as it is yours to ignore if it bothers you that much learn the art of indifference so with that i really hope that we are a little more tolerant society little more acceptable and non-judgmental society i hope this ride was as informational and useful uh to you as it was as the joy for me to share with you until we meet again be kind be helpful and don't assume on behalf of a billion other people stay well stay safe and be healthy in the mind body and soul i'm your host gb and you were listening to bus talk on the omnibus thanks
Well, that's all for this episode of the Gyanban experience. I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed sharing it with you. I'm here to listen. If you need to talk, just send me a note on hashtag #gyanban that's on Twitter or look me up on Facebook. That's g y a n b a n at @gmail.com. So friends, until we meet next week, stay calm, stay cool. whether you are wise woke or wobbly this is your host gb signing off ciao